Hi, and welcome to the Montessori Coach Podcast, where we explore the principles of Montessori education and how to apply them in raising happy, independent, and curious children. My name is Sarah, and I'm a Montessori teacher, mom, and professional organizer. Join me as I delve into the latest research, share tips and tricks, and discuss the challenges and rewards of raising children in a Montessori environment. Whether you're new to Montessori or a seasoned veteran, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the world of Montessori parenting together. Today I'll be talking about toy storage and rotation and what it can realistically look like in any home. Toy rotation and storage is a method of organizing and managing toys by regularly rotating them and storing them in a designated space. This helps children to have access to new and varied toys and the toys can be kept organized and in good condition. I recommend that all families have some sort of storage and rotation system in their home. How structured that is, is completely up to you. I'm fairly relaxed about rotating. I do it when I feel like my daughter needs a change or I'm doing a decluttering anyways. Toy storage just means that you put the toys your child is not using away and out of their sight. This helps you to use what you have. These might be activities you have received as a gift, but your child isn't ready for yet, or you might have multiples of the same type of activities, such as puzzles. You don't really need to have 15 puzzles at a time, but you could have two out and store the other 13. There are a few ways you can rotate. One method is to have bins with activities that you completely replace on a regular basis. You remove everything and replace it with new activities. I have seen many people do this successfully and it generally works best with younger children, like babies and young toddlers. You might do this with art supplies or other activity that you might only have one or two options for. The other method is to observe what your child is playing with and not playing with. Then you remove the toys that aren't being played with as often and exchange them with a different activity. It's important to remove an activity before adding a new one so that you keep the number that you have out to a good amount. I personally have tried both methods and the second one is much easier for me. I also think there are some benefits to only changing up a few toys or activities at a time. Doing this provides number one consistency for your child. They know where the items go and how to use them. Number two, it gives them some sense of order. Number three, changing a few things helps your child to be creative and see new ways of using toys that they already know. And number four, it's easier on you rather than constantly changing out every item. Using categories helps. You can look at what's out and see how many choices there are for each type of activity. I like to divide activities that we have into five general categories. Um, Building materials, puzzles, and any other activities with a predetermined outcome imaginative toys such as animals, dolls, costumes, cars, and dinosaurs, books, and musical instruments. When I'm decluttering, I either keep things out, pass them on, or put them in storage. Then I reevaluate what's still out and see what I want to add or remove more of. Remember that you can keep an activity out, but put some of it away. Blocks, for example, might come in a set of 200, but if your child ever only uses 20 at a time, You could easily put away half to three quarters and your child wouldn't miss those other pieces. It's important to have a designated place for storage. This could be a closet, ottoman, under the bed, even a china cabinet. The best thing is to have it in a place where you know you can find it, otherwise you will forget what you have and you probably end up buying duplicates. 
it's okay to have different categories in different areas. For example, books can be in a bookshelf in your bedroom and toys could be in a cabinet. The problem is when you have half of your books in one area and the other half of the book somewhere else. You'll notice that if you use this system, you'll likely buy less toys because you're kind of shopping in your own storage area. So think about ways that you could implement this into your home. Please reach out and let me know if you have any questions. You can find me at The Prepared Environment on Instagram. Until next time, take care. Bye.